I want to talk this morning briefly on the subject of a gift from God. I think about that a lot in this season. I always think, how could we be so blessed for God to give us a gift that was so eternal? You know, sometimes I I have this question in my mind, for such a glorious gift, what can I do for him? What can I do for him? And I think about all the Christmases past that gives gifts to us and sometimes we don't know what to do with them so we put them in a put them in the cupboard you know and then we forget all about them and we don't really use them and sometimes that's what's happened spiritually you know god has given us so many gifts if you just sit down and read the bible and gifts or under those kinds of words and just see all the things that God has given to us, and it's it's time for us to get those gifts out. You know, some of them are the armored gifts of the Lord. Some of them are the spiritual gifts of the Lord. Some are are the the prophecies, the goodness of God. You know, and we have those gifts because if you have Christ, you have them. Everything that Christ has lives in us, and so I'm hoping that God will minister to all of us in this new season, and we will unpack our closet and get our gifts out and begin to use them for glory it might just be a word in season you know when you start talking about gifts people think well they're just great and glorious gifts and they have uh, all sorts of things but you know what god loves the little things he loves it when you speak peace to somebody in the midst of a storm and you don't even know it but you lightened their day and you helped them and you kept them on the narrow way And so God is looking for those secret gifts that we have that we haven't had out of our closet for a while. I really believe that. I believe the body of Christ must come a Lord with the gifts of the Holy Spirit because we need the prophetic word. We need the awesomeness of God in our life so that we can know what the Holy Spirit, where the Holy Spirit wants to lead and guide us. So I want to just talk for a brief little time on the gifts of God. And I know that you know these things, but I believe that God is pushing us to get them out and unwrap them and and shine them up and pray forth the anointing of God on them and be available to use the gifts that God has given to us that we've had forever. And maybe I've been a little bit in the closet. So we remember that the. There's a statement that I've heard since I was a child, and it's only one life to give. You know, only one life will pass, and there's only one life to give. And we're not going to pass through this day again. God might have something for us to do this very moment today when we walk out the door. And if we miss it, it may not pass again. And it may miss a a point that God wants to give. So let's think on that today and um, understand that the gifts, thoughts with God's heart, And then the gifts were manifested in Jesus' life. And so what will we do with the manifested gift of God that he has given to us? So let's think upon his love today. Think upon his uh, redemption and know that the first gift ever given changed our life for eternity's sake. So it's pretty important, church. It's pretty important that we celebrate the Christmas season and celebrate the gifts that God has given to us. The remembrance of Jesus is so important when you get out the Christmas tree. You know, people say, well, why do you have a Christmas tree? That might not be too holy. But listen, Jesus died on a cross. 
And when you get that cross out in the Christmas, when you get the tree out in the Christmas season, then you should think about the cross. You think about what he did on that tree for us, giving us eternal life. And the scripture says, and when we t- talked about it last week, it says, Give unto the Lord the, the glory due his name, and bring an offering, and come before him, and worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. That's what God wants for us. He wants us to take our, our problems to him, and uh, those things that we need prayer for, because that's why he has a throne room for us to come right in there and stand before him and tell our petitions. But on the, on the other hand, he wants us to see the beauty of holiness, the beauty of the worship that we can give unto him. And when he says, give unto them an offering, you know, a lot of preachers have used that to raise funds, but it's not for that. It's for us to give unto ourselves and offer unto him perhaps a sacrifice. The worship of Jesus Christ at large is lazy because the reason a world, our world is as wicked, as wicked as it is, is because there has been a lack of beauty of holiness and worship and doing what God has asked us to do. Sometimes, church, one of the greatest gifts that you can ever give is go out of your way, get out of your zone room, and see what God has for you. You know, if anyone says, God, what do you have for me today? He will tell you. He will lead you and guide you in a perfect way. So I want this Sunday to Advent to uh, as with us inspiring uh, about the gifts that God has given to the church that's unused. And God wants us to get in that order where the gifts of God will become forma in our life. And and it's important, church, because this is the gift that God has given us. He has given us so many miracles in his birth that you cannot even count them. You, you know, it's it's like they say, how many ways can I say I love you? And, you know, and after about four, they're done. You know, but God wants us to see the power and the glory of his miraculous birth. And so I ask us to meditate upon that today. I always like to think of the obedience, first of all, of Mary. This had to be a miracle because it was a miracle in that Jesus was going to be born of her, of a virgin birth. But on the other hand, how many of us are that willing to go that way to sacrifice for the kingdom of God? It was a great sacrifice. It was a miraculous sacrifice that she was willing to give of herself rearrange her schedule and do what God asked her to do. So that's the first miracle that's just taken place because people don't like to do everything they want to do. We like to stay in our zone, you know, and what we want to do. And once in a while we step out of it. But here Mary was ready to do one of the biggest appointments in her life to to become a bride. And God says, wait a minute, I want this to do for you. And I always like to think of that as a miracle. And and I see that when, you know, there, she asked one question when this came upon her to be a virgin and to be a child. It came upon her with one question and she said, how can I know this? Only question. She didn't say what, why, when, where, what. She just said, what can this be? And that was uh, giving to God what God wanted from her And the angel of the Lord says, and I know you know this, but I'm going to tell you anyhow. You know, the angel of the Lord said, be not merry, for thou hast found favor with God. I mean, when has we heard him say that? We need to hear him say that. 
And we have to be in a willing mode where we will respond to what he wants and let it be unto us according to his divine plan. Because he's still giving out miracles today. He's still working in our heart and our life. You know, and God, God wants us. The angel said, you know, to her, you know, how can this be? And she said, and she, the angel was there and the angel said, well, the spirit of the Lord is going to come upon you. And this thing that's going to be birthed of you is birthed from our Father God. How awesome a gift. How awesome a miracle. You want to talk about a miracle. This is a miracle. And out of that miracle came the sacrifice of Jesus' salvation. And out of that miracle came the power of us relieved from our sin and set on a right path to eternal life. So Mary said, the angel said, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you in the power of the highest. Is that a miracle? The power of the highest, you know, of the highest shall overshadow thee, and this that shall come of thee shall be born of of the Christ. I think that every Christmas it rolls around and we think, well, this is Christmas. We'll go to the shops, maybe not everybody, but somebody, and we'll do this and we'll meet with our friends and we'll have a meal and we'll do those things. But the first thought should be is, Lord, what can I give to you? What can I do for you? And and do I don't want $10. I want the power and the anointing of your Holy Spirit to rest on me and prophesy in the name of God or give a gift of healing to somebody or give a piece of love out of your heart and cause somebody to be encouraged. This is a season where there is a lot of heartache and a lot of loss in this season because for some reason we lose loved ones in this season. Just consider the uh, lemons that just passed the Lord right in this season and you know that the family is going to be full of grief. But God will sustain them if, if the Christians will stay alive and be comfortable in somebody out of their Onimost being will pick up the phone and say, I'm thinking of you today and we're praying for you. Those are the things that we need to do to be mindful one another. God wants us to do to others what we would have them do to us. And so the miracle goes on, you know, it goes on and it goes on. I loved, I knew that Mary, that Nancy was saying that and I loved it very much, you know. But Mary just said, well, what was her answer to this? Behold, she said, Her answer was, Behold the handmaiden of the Lord. Every plan she had, all of her wedding books, (laughs) you know how we get in a series like that. We are more well, we're more holy from the things that we can do instead of the occasion of what we're doing, honoring something in the name of God. But Mary, everything went down the drain with her except the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And she said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, bid unto me according to thy name. And then that goes on in verse 46 of Luke 1. And this is the glorious song that she sang. In the midst of her heartache, having changed all of her arrangements for what God wanted to do, she sang the song, you know, and she said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit rejoiceth in God my Savior. Church, this is a season that our soul rejoices in God our Savior. This is a season that we can lay aside the heartaches and the disappointments and the interruptions and all of those things and take a miracle moment and see the sacrifice of our God and of our Savior. 
So it's a moment, a miracle. What a prophetic anthem of praise when she says, my soul, this magnified the Lord. I believe, church, that if the body of Christ would get in one with God and sing such a song as that, God would interrupt us in our spirit and he would do a miraculous thing. This is a season of warfare. Israel is is brokenhearted. Israel is in warfare. And not only is her, but just mankind is in broke, broken of all the sin and the corruption that's in our world. And and the next miracle, so many miracles in this scene of the Lord's birth. But how about Joseph? God gave him a dream. He's going to put her away. We've talked about this a lot because that's what they did in those days. And she was meditating upon, Joseph was meditating upon what the enemy was doing to going to ravish the plans of his life. And then God gave him a miracle dream. You know, some people we think, well, it was just pizza or something, you know. And sometimes God does us dreams if we just meditate upon him. And sometimes you got the weary stuff in it. And sometimes you got the good stuff in it. And when you wake up, you say, let me think about all of all this. And God, are you saying to something? And Joseph, uh, Joseph, well, in the night, had the dream. And the Lord says, it's a good. He's from me. Do up, Do what's right. So we got another individual that's making up their mind and arranging their lives for the glory of God. And I think that's something that's on, on the on the kettle today, just burning away as people are not really willing to give their soul unto God. What is the soul? It's the see it's all of the things of your life and it's the things that you like to do more than you want to do other things. I mean, sometimes we just want to be sleep instead of work. Sometimes we just want to keep church because, you know, something's going on and we can't make it. But I want to tell you something today. God is looking for souls that will be arranged for him and will cause the power and the anointing of God to live a life in their life, a life of sacrifice. And it doesn't mean that God has to take everything away from you. You know, so sometimes they've gone through trials like that. But God just has to be miracle of Mary. We have the miracle of of Joseph, and we had their giving of God unto them, and God is looking for us to see what God wants to do with us. And so Matthew one twenty says, The angel of the Lord appeared unto Joseph in a dream. And he said unto him, Thou son of David, fear not to take Mary unto the Lord from thy wife, for that which is seven for her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son, and that shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save the people from their sins. What a miracle. What an absolute miracle. This is not just any season. This is a season that the Lord has given people's hearts and lives to them that he could plan his life for eternal life and give us saving forgiveness. We have several the uh, same witnesses in the glory of God. So I say to Matthew one twenty two. Now, all this was done. You know, okay, just listen how this happened. I know you know it. This all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was prophet of the Lord, the prophet, the God. Behold, a virgin shall be with child, shall bring a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. And this is the greatest part of all. After it's all done and said, it says he is he will be um, perfected in us. 
it says that he is interpreted God with us. That's the gift, that God is interpreted in us. And he is a God of lights. He's the God of goodness. He's the God of all wings. And, you know, the Bible says in things, whether we have a good day, whether we have a bad day, whether we have a crisis, we always have the gift of God that loves us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. And the gift doesn't get out in the closet and never see for a month. He's right beside us. He doesn't leave us. He doesn't forsake us. So in the daytime and in the bad time, in the good time, in the in the sorrowful times, you know, I think of the layman's in this season. He was my pastor. I loved him very much, both of them. And I see God gave them the greatest gift of all, eternal life. Eternal life. The greatest gift after all salvation is to have the gift of eternal life. That when, when we go to heaven, we have a place to live. You have the light of Christ. He said, I am the light of the world. And he, that light is never going to go off. And we just come at this time, you know, to remember the bites. Every, every week we come to, to light a light to show that the light of Christ is never distinguished. It is always there in our hearts. So it says that every man hath proper gift God, one after the manner and another after the other. And Ephesians 4.17 says, Every one of the gift is given get according to the measure of the gift of God. See, we don't have to all have the same thing. We all don't have to have any presidents except what God wants for us to do. And we don't have to look at anybody else and say, I wish I could be them. What we need to do is to say, God, help me to be that gift, that proper gift that you have for me. And, you know, that will just that will just raise the church of Jesus Christ so powerful. If Christians all along this world, you know, would think that I have a gift. What is it? Let me do it. Sometimes they think it's a gift that has some going sift of preaching or singing and those kinds of things. But when you have the proof of God, it doesn't matter of one word will bring a season. Neglect not the gift that is in me, which was given me by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the Presbyteria. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy property may appear to all. Thank you. So, don't anybody go that today without a gift. Tell, talk to God, to him. Find out the gift that he's got. And if you're already walking those prayers, that's wonderful. But remember that. So let us watch what we say. Let us watch what we act. And when we are discouraged and despondent and talked against, show Christ's love. It's so easy to live his love more than to be the ugliest things that the enemy does to us.